What's up? This is the Ops. We telling it all. It's your girl, Spicy K. And it's your girl, TK. How y'all doing? We are on episode 46. Can you believe it? Oh, and this man. is also um, the second. Is this? Yeah. This is 2nd February. Wait. No. Show? Yeah. So another uh, moment. Oh, the second in... February show. <laughs> yeah, the second one. It's the second week, right? Right. I thought you were saying this is like the second February we've been going. I'm like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I just mean like, like, it's February. <laughs> That's what I'm meaning. Yeah. That was involved mm. around the Super Bowl. Very exciting. Very exciting. But first up, you always know that we do the first 48, but in the month of February, we're doing everything a little bit different. So in February, we're actually going to be discussing um, Black moments in history. So TK, go ahead. Well, let me tell you, I am. I found something out today that, you know, it really uh, blew my mind. Uh, Miss Hattie McDaniel, uh, most of you know her as Mammy and Gone with the Wind, uh, was actually the first ever black person. A lot of people probably knew this already, but I didn't. I didn't know she was the first ever black person. Uh, I because I, I I never had a desire to watch the movie for whatever reason. So you know it is what it is. Um, but she was the first black person, period, to win an Oscar, right? Um, she won the Oscar for her role as Mammy. Apparently, it is, it was just that amazing to people to see her play that role and and played it to, uh, according to uh, the the lady that's the white lady that starred in it. Um, according to her, she played the best. It was, she was the best part of the movie. I really don't know how to take that. What she meant by that, you know, what I'm saying, but you know, that's what she said. And so, but um, you know, she's she had a lot of challenges. Um, in in her uh, career due to racism and racial segregation, you know she was she was born in the late eighteen hundreds, eighteen ninety three to be exact, and uh, she died right before civil rights could be you know on display, the civil rights movement sorry could be on display, and uh, you know she she actually gained access to some of these things, so she died thinking that you know this was all that was going to be able to be for black people and how it was going to be, you know so. That made me want to talk about her today because you know as we know some things have changed not quite everything but but some things have changed uh we are definitely integrated now uh i was just discussing with spicy cows like i'm not sure if that's a good thing or bad thing but that's how it is um i don't know what i would have missed out on not being uh integrated but you know it, it definitely uh have had some different advantages for us if we had to stay to our own the way we should have you know so uh but she won the, she won the oscar first one uh, in 1939 so i'm guessing uh she won that in 1940 and believe it or not she was not even allowed to attend she wasn't even allowed to attend the premiere of the movie that she just was nominated for an oscar you know that she eventually will be nominated for an oscar for because it was in an all-white theater in Atlanta. Uh, that tells you something, because we definitely know Atlanta has been taken over by, you know, most of us at this point. Um, so that is, that's definitely something, you know, she's probably like, oh, snap, look at the A, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Back then, when I was running around the A, 
I couldn't even sit in the theater. I couldn't even go to the movie that I was in. You know what I'm saying? And then when she, at the actual Oscars, she had to sit in the side room to where she won an award. Like, that just, how, how does that even make sense? So, uh, if we have any uh, people but, of the, huh? That's how, that's how it happened with a lot of the performers from back then. Like, you know, I don't want to say the wrong names, but let's just throw out Duke Ellington out there. Uh, a lot of these people were not even able to go in through the front door. They couldn't stay at like the hotels that they were performing at. It was rough. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. And I, I, I want, I want the, the Caucasian people of today to to ask your ancestors, grandparents, if they still living, uh, what 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 kind of sense did that make to them to to not allow people to sit in the movie theaters with you? You had to sit up top. You know, I mean, you know, mezzanine level ain't that bad. You feel me? So, you know, it might have been an even better viewpoint to watch a movie or something. Um, and uh, drink from the same water fountains and all that stuff like that. And watch only pies. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Like, what? what is what does that make sense? How does that even make sense to you to treat people that way? But, I mean, that's what you did. That's what you try to continue to do uh, to, these, to this day. Um, but, you know... Miss Miss Ma'am, Miss Hattie McDaniel got two stars on the Walk of Fame. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Hattie McDaniel. We appreciate you paving the way for the actresses out here uh that's doing their thing, still struggling to be equal to to their uh white counterparts in film and the industries, you know? So we appreciate you. Thank you. That's 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 my contribution to black history t today. Okay. So for me, um I want to discuss um Aunt Polly Jackson. Um, she was basically um, helped. She basically helped escape <clears throat> slaves. Um, so pretty much what happened is that she was able to get her freedom and she went to Africa, Ohio, which is now called Ripley, Ohio. Um, and apparently back then they had, of course, you know, they had the Underground Railroad, but they had the reverse Underground Railroad as well. So that was basically um, the white people that was trying to capture basically slaves. And so she knew that they considered um, older people to be weak and they wouldn't necessarily try to harm them. So she would dress older. Um, and what she would do is to basically fool the anti-abolitionists. Um, and she would basically carry around a butcher knife and under her clothes and also a kettle of boiling water. A and kettle of boiling water? How'd you keep it hot? I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know to ask. I, I don't think she allows for me to ask her. Oh well we need um, to figure that out because that would be brilliant to have as a weapon because I'm telling you, you gonna drop everything and everything you doing. But um she basically was able to help um uh, people escape slavery in the Underground Railroad because of her actions. Um, and she was able to fight off several uh, slave catchers by by the, doing this. And like I said, her Aunt name Polly. is, they call her Aunt Polly Jackson. Well, that's, Aunt well, Polly. Yeah, Aunt, Aunt Polly. But um, Polly Jackson, like I said. Mm -hmm. And um, I got this information from Rhythm X Rebel on is this Instagram. Instagram. Okay, rhythmless rebel. 
So yeah, I just want to bring that to the attention because I never, this is my first time actually hearing about the reverse Underground Railroad. I, I never, like, it makes sense, <clears throat> I guess, but I, I just never, I just never heard about it. And I, I never heard of her. To as such, but, um, you know, the slave patrols is what developed the modern day police force. So keep that in mind too, people, if you didn't know that. Uh, the the people that were sent out to capture escaped slaves, dead or alive, hopefully alive, because so they can continue working, um, is what the modern day police force is made of. Is was was thought of from. Okay, so yeah, think about their actions of today and how they're similar to those of the slave patrols or the reverse underground railroad. Okay, that's all. My, that's all I got to say. But yeah, but pretty much. Um... She, you know, basically dedicated her life to being able to, you know, help feed and house um, and direct the slaves. So that was great. So that was my particular um, black history. I like that. Ain't one. Polly. There we go. And like I said, I never heard of her prior to that. And I also never heard of the reverse. So... <laughs> So has anybody else heard? I'm gonna. I guess I ask out here see if anybody else has heard or heard of the reverse. Um. So of course it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when we do it. And this oh. week the story is regarding oh. Miss. Let me pull it back up. Ashley is her first name. It's Shelf Ashley. Let me figure out her last name. Shanti. Uh, Shanti, yes. So basically, she opened up Good Hot Fish in Asheville in the South Slope neighborhood. That's, Why are that's you shaking the, your head? Because that's the first mistake. You ever been through Asheville, North Carolina? Mm, I don't think it ain't ashy. It ain't ashy. It ain't, it, we ain't there. But there's not a big presence of us there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I used to go through there when I, you know, when I, I'm from Murfreesboro, so when I moved to Raleigh, I mean, sorry, Durham, North Carolina, I had to go through there. Yeah, it's a nice area. People go there for vacation, but I don't think they want us there. You feel mm -hmm. me? But yeah. So basically what happened is that, like, you know, she's pretty much um, a black-owned restaurant, fish restaurant, to be exact. Good hot fish. To be exact. Um... And they basically starting uh, to put, like, racist stickers and stuff and um, just a lot. So how do you feel about? No, no, no let's, let's tell exactly what all they did. They cut the power yes. close to closing time. They didn't cut the power to her restaurant with guests inside. You know what I'm saying? Just just, just literally cut the power to And then we're all, the people were almost captured by uh employee and, and again chasing them down like seriously but they invaded capture but they left behind a, a racist sticker that's that had a whole bunch of different buildings and said uh, all of them was white and said what they don't need here in this city and then they put n-i-g-g-e-r-s with a hard r on it they don't they don't need us like like they said like i told you they don't want us there but i i i'm thankful that she was okay nobody was harmed it, nobody was physically harmed because that has to yeah. be, you know, uh, very stressful because now you got, you know, I ain't going to call her pockets, but she probably got a loan paying for this business. You know what I'm saying? She got to stay here. What can she do? She got a brick and mortar. It ain't like she can, you know, up and move. It ain't no truck. 
this is this is a brick and mortar building. You feel me? And and she got people that's around her that you know once one of y'all do it, the, the rest of y'all gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta be on the lookout for that. But I guarantee you, the next person that do it gonna get get blackout blackout. I ain't advocating for that, but that's what you would do. That's what I would do. I have a I have an armed sniper on the roof waiting, and I'm telling you that I'm advocating for that. If you mess with me like that, you you messing with my pockets. I'm I'm, I'm I'm ready for you exactly because baby, that is that is foul. The sticker itself is some weak pussy ass shit, but then you gonna gonna cut my power to where I can potentially. Uh, Get my food spoiled. Uh, guests inside my restaurant can get hurt. All of that. That it just makes no sense whatsoever. For what? Cause you don't want me here. Say that. Say it with your chest. Come in. Come in my restaurant or meet me outside and say, "Hey, I want you gone. We can fight about it. We can do whatever about it, and then we can go on about our day. Cause there ain't nothing you can do about me being here other than try to vandalize. Cause the stuff that you did will get you arrested. You messing with the city's power." They didn't just cut off the light switch. They outside here at the at the uh, base. Oh, the, uh, yeah. I, I just thought it was just like the building. Oh my. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. You know, it leads to an outside box. They out there turning off the electricity to these people establishment. Like I said, I mean, if you a restaurant, if your food get below a certain temperature, you got to yeah, throw it out. That's true. It ain't, it ain't like us at the house. We leave something out, but like, oh, this will be all right. We can put it in there. You know what I'm saying? We can yeah, eat it. Don't, yeah. Once you put it in the microwave, they kill everything, seems like. But anyway, these folks had, a, you know, possibly had a, you know, had a devastating blow to business. So whoever did that, I, I kind of hope you're not listening to us, but if you are, use some weak asses for that and leave that lady alone. She's a, a celebrity chef, right? She's a celebrity chef. So she's earned the right to have her business there. So leave her the fuck alone. Shout out Ashley doc Doctor. Shout out Chef Ashley Shanti. <laughs> Girl, you got this. Good Hot Fish. That's the name of it. So if you're near Asheville, I mean, you made a stop and get it to go and get your ass out of there. But if you, you know, I'm going to support, go on down there. Yeah, she, um, she is a James Beard uh, Award. She has, she has a James Beard Award nomination. Um, she was on Bravo Top Shelf in 2022. Hey, hey. Um, so she's definitely an accomplished, you know, chef. Um, apparently, you know, we're renowned, world renowned. Sometimes <laughs> words are hard for me. Um, something about the sticker, they were saying that the sticker had on it, um, uh, how to ruin a white city. Yeah, how, yeah, that's what it was. How to ruin a white city, and it had like uh, white buildings, and then in the middle they said it has four, yeah, it said four black and white buildings in the right hand corner. Then the hand, a hand holding a can, reading racial slurs falling out of the can, or small illustration of people, and on the cuff of the sleeve there's a star of David. Oh wow! So yeah, they put that in there. So they equal <laughs> opportunity racist, I guess. Okay, gotcha. All around the board. Yeah. So, and she had just opened up her restaurant, I think, mm -hmm. like, on January the 20th. Yeah, January 20th. Just and this opened. incident happened on uh, the night of February the 3rd. So, basically, within two weeks of her opening, you know, 
they they feel that they can compel themselves to uh, infiltrate her organization. And uh, I'm telling you, if if she find out who it was, charges should be pressed. The city should press charges on you. I don't know if the city can press charges because of the power, because it will be to the building. So that's more of a trespassing in in in. Um, well, destruction of property, but I'm saying like we know because not everybody has the city power. Like the city may not be the power company. Okay. You you live in Huntsville, so Huntsville obviously has Huntsville utilities. But don't even don't I'm, even say that on don't even say that on the podcast I co-host. Don't even say them words right like <laughs> there. I hate. But them. I'm just saying. So, but that's not necessarily how it works for everybody else because my city is not my electricity company. Because you have options, right? No. Most people don't have options for electricity. In, in Houston, and, and I know this for a fact. Oh, maybe, maybe in Texas with their whole little weird grid and all yeah. this stuff, they they may have whatever they got going on, but everybody else is normal outside of Texas. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. Outside of that, that little situation. So, yeah. Basically, you know, I used to work for a power company. I know. Um, it's a it's a monopoly, so you you don't really have like just like that. Um, it's ridiculous. Most of them were like even Huntsville Utilities is worked by TVA. Did you say it again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even Huntsville. I'm just saying, there TVA has a great part of it. Tennessee, Alabama, Alabama Power mm-hmm. has the rest of the. For the most part, it is. Or, or or off that grid. So yeah, so it's not no. So that's why I'm like the city wouldn't necessarily be involved. Um, but this is really a shame that you know. This is this is what I hate. People are so quick to tell, especially black people or people or basically people of color, like. Um, quick to say like they're lazy and they need to get a job but this is what I really hate when they get a job legit job at that you know open up their own business you know doing all these things then it's still a problem hmm it's the, the, she, they said this city don't need them but so the city don't eat food this is now the city the city don't need black folks cooking their food apparently they was alright with it 400 years ago all these other years ago, even a hundred years ago, they was all right with it. But now, mm-mm. They don't want them, they don't want them cooking their food. Like y'all know how to cook and season food. Anyway, I don't even want to start that shit. But yeah, but um, it's just a sad situation. Like I said, you know, it's unfortunate um, that, you know, I'm trying to, I know I've been in North Carolina. Don't get me wrong. I know I've been in North Carolina, but I didn't actually... I do remember having a conversation with someone and someone told me that, well, there's a lot of places that may be racist. Just saying. Yeah, North Carolina is, is real big on that now. But uh, it, just take 40 East all the way and you'll, be, you'll get there. 40 East run out in, I think it run out, yeah, it run out in, in North or South Carolina. But all the way there. That's how, Don't get off nowhere. Stay on 40 East and you'll get there. I just, I just never, like I said, I just, to me, I just don't under, I don't understand, well, one, I'm not a racist, so that's probably why. I just don't understand, I just don't understand the whole concept of 
being mad at people just by the sheer fact of their color. And, like, there is no way that I, like, I just can't fathom that, like, you knowing that this person has set up, um, you know, saved money, got along, whatever they did, you know, well-known person, um, you know, being on TV, all of these things, open up a restaurant in your area. If someone opened up a restaurant in my area, I'm going to be super excited. Like... <laughs> Because a lot of people like fish. I'm just saying. Like, I would be super excited. And therefore, I would want to, like, go see it. You know, all of these things. So, the mere thought of, like, saying that this is how you ruin a white city. A white city. So, you feel me? Like, I I just think that's so odd to me. Like, I just don't grasp that concept of, like, why be a racist? They are odd people. <laughs> they they often are kind of conflict with themselves about how they feel about us. Based on, like I told you, White Fragility, read, I'm telling you, that's a book that everybody need to read. But yeah, they, they get scared. Because once you see one of us, then you're going to see five of us. Then you're going to see 10 and 20 of us. And then there, there you go. The white city will be ruined ruined do you hear me that's what them people said they they done created a whole sticker because you know ain't no damn sticker out there know where they bought that says that they done no, created... no no it's probably some companies out there it's probably on go it's right man might be some places i'm just saying okay and there's no telling touche touche there's no telling might be a whole website dedicated to i'm gonna just be a racist and i'm just gonna make all kind of racist stickers um which, but it, you can also easily make stickers too. So, and my people find these businesses and shut them down. That's what you do. Shut, shut them down. down. What, what if these people don't even have a business? I mean, whatever, like, whoever, the, whoever's selling them. That's oh, business. shut down that business. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you was talking about the people. I was like, uh, okay, okay. I get what you're talking about. I tell you what they. I tell you they don't got no business messing with this lady. That's what they don't got. Well, see, this is the thing. So she apparently in the fall did some pop-ups. I wondered if she, it didn't seem like she had any issues doing the pop-ups. So I guess once she has, you know, the brick and mortar building, that's, you know, pretty much when things went, you know, left. Well, I mean, because they was like, oh, she just got a, she's selling a couple plates. She ain't doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Boom. I got a whole building in your white city. And now what? You got something. Now you want to do something about it. Because that, because I mean, pop up, you pop in, pop up, you pop yeah. up, pop out. I like, I wonder in my mind, I wonder if, you know, a similar, a business that's similar mm -hmm. to hers is behind it. That's just my thoughts. Because I just don't understand in my mind. Like I said, I, I just don't grasp that concept because. You know, I'm, now you know, I'm not racist, so in a but, white city, ain't nothing good, hot, and seasoned. So, no, no, but yeah, that's pop that could be a possibility too. Trying to put fear in her, like, I mean, I don't think that's the right way to put fear in us because I mean, mm -hmm. we've been dealing with stuff like that for you know, forever, yeah. It's not, it's, it's, it, but those are also like I spoke of the races that you got to be afraid of. Those are the ones that, that try to hit you in your pockets. 
Like that that that's the ones that you have to, you know, literally stand up to on a daily basis. So she's gotta now make the decision and you know, I think she opened back up though. I read I, that she I feel like she did. Yeah, she she opened back up and uh, you know, she's like, F y'all, I feel you. Like, what you gonna do now? You gonna spend all your money trying to get me out of business and fuck around and get arrested. That's all you're gonna do. Yeah, she she did open back up and apparently like I I didn't know this. Um like I know, you know, as black people, we have fish fries. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know like they were in this particular article. They were mentioning the history of black food traditions and how, uh, you know, basically fish fries was a tradition, especially for you know enslaved people, mm-hmm. um, because it allowed them to be able to congregate and things like that and kind of relax yeah um during the weekend so i which i like i said i didn't know that at all but um it's just a sad like i said it's a sad situation i just don't can't wrap my head around like this is my thing because it goes the same way with random celebrities as well like i've never been the kind of person like even if i don't like a celebrity or non celebrity like whoever social media person or whoever i don't intentionally follow them one and then i don't intentionally follow them to post on their thing that i don't like them that's just weird to me like in my mind like it's so weird to me that somebody would do that yeah but I know people do that all the time. Like, they post on, like, if anybody says anything, they're like, I don't like you, and you this, and you this. And I'm like, no, I, I don't. That's just not, that's, uh, obviously, that's not my personality. That's not who I am. I just find that weird. So just, like, in this situation, like, why would you intentionally go to harm someone? Like, that's so weird to me like to cut their power to put racist stickers you know why would you do that because to me it's just so backwards and evil and weak (laughs) and so evil like i just i don't operate in that kind of space so i don't know let's just think of the demographic that we're talking about that would do this this is what they do and have done like that's i mean that's just what it is like the burning of the crosses, you know what yeah. I mean? Stuff like that. What what is what do you get out of that? But a big ass fire that oh. can kill people. They can, they, people have died. Like fear. Like you said earlier, like to try to put fear in someone. And that would scare me. A burning cross because that can cause a fire that I can't get away from, mm-hmm. and I can literally die. And people that have actually set those fires to those crosses have died themselves trying to be hateful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just it's just ridiculousness to me that, that you go to those lengths to to be evil and hateful. But, you know, like, again, they, they sometimes they don't give a damn. Yeah, I think it says that it was a group of, I feel like it was a group of men. Yeah. They noticed oh, they noticed that it was a group of men cluttered down the street. Clustered. Um <laughs> cluttered is right. <laughs> OMG. Um, but apparently it looks like I think one of the um one of the guests at the restaurant and also one of the employees basically ran them off. Um 
Mm-hmm. But they're not so, done what they're scared to do. Yeah. You know, I, like I said, I just think that's evil. That's just pure evil. And I just, I guarantee it's going to be another, they're going to probably, I'm, I'm going to say it, it's probably going to be a restaurant owner. Like yes. either somebody that already had this space before or somebody that's nearby. I'm guarantee you it's probably going to be a, 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 a restaurant owner that caused that. Any other thoughts about that situation in no Asheville, North Carolina? Let's just keep ourselves in, in Raleigh and Durham where where we are. I'm sorry. We're Chef allowed Shanky. to be in places. We're allowed to do a lot of things that they don't want us to do. And that's like, you got to think about yourself at this point. Like, shoot. You know, like I said, but don't be don't be scared. Don't don't let them folks run because I wouldn't run away. I'd be sitting out there, like I said. I tell you what, I'm gonna have on my roof waiting for y'all. If you come back cluttered around my shit, <laughs> you're such a hater. Anyway, so we're gonna go on to like we said, we're gonna be discussing the Super Bowl, but certain aspects of the Super Bowl is, yeah. Personally, I don't watch the game. So we will not be talking about the Super Bowl, Super Bowl like that. So the first Very thing boring. we're gonna be the game. You thought the game was boring? Yeah, it was a defensive battle for the first half. It was nobody was scoring. But just... they went into overtime. Yeah, they did. That means it, it was exciting, and that means that like no, no, at the end, yeah, at least at overtime the end, means it means that you have the same score at the end of the day. Exactly, which is exciting because that, that is not exciting. The score was not tied at first, and then the score tied. And then they went into overtime. And then, of a bunch course. of damn field goals, two touchdowns scored, and then the third one in the final end. That that's that's I called it though because you know neither team has really advanced far offensively all season. You know they made it there because other teams failed to do what they've been doing. Uh, but you know, like I said, I I was there for the commercials and Usher. Yes, that's what I was there for. I was there for Usher, and that's what we're going to discuss first. So, Usher performance. So, he um, bought out Alicia Keys, her, and I didn't know her. I didn't know who that was. Her? You didn't know I, her? I had, no, I had no idea who that was. Like, I was like, why is everybody so excited about this guitar solo? Like, and I was like, oh, okay. And then somebody said, mentioning her and I was like oh that's who it was I had no idea um he bought out Will I Am uh I like you less every day now, I didn't see him JD he had the mask on the oh, little, okay yeah because gotcha. okay. I thought it was CeeLo Green and I didn't understand and my, one of my friends had to tell me that was Will I Am and I was like oh I thought that was CeeLo I didn't know who it was I, I just didn't know who it was in the mask how the hell are we supposed to know that uh cause I think he did take it off um oh. Jermaine Dupree, um, Lil John, Ludacris, and I think those were all Ludacris. the guests. I mean, he brought out, he brought out his skaters from his Vegas show. Was that he all the guests? Out... Was that all the guests? That's all, that's all I can remember. Okay. So, how did you like the? How did you feel about the Usher show before we like in general before we get into different parts of the Usher show? I enjoyed it. He represented for the A. He brought the entire A to, to Vegas. You know what I'm saying? And he made the world view the A. You know what I'm saying? He, he ain't break out the A-town stomp. I thought that was good, boy. 
Yeah. He did do that. I didn't see that. He did that at the end. You know, on him, him, Lil John, and Ludacris do the A-Town stunt. Do the muscle. Do the muscle. Thunderclap. Oh, Thunderclap. Yeah, they did it. I was probably playing with the babies or something. It's all right. Yeah, but they did but, it. But yeah, that that was uh that that was my song when I when I first moved uh where did I move to when I first moved to Texas and I came back this way. That, I remember hearing that song, bruh, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it right there. I don't know it's somewhere I moved from. No, when I moved to Atlanta. And came back here. That's what it was. And that song was out. That song had been out for a while, but it was still jumping, jumping. Like, I was like, yeah, that's my song. And I was excited to see that. I was excited to see Luda with his afro. You know what I'm saying? It made me feel like Ludacris was actually a rapper at some point instead of an actor, which is what he is now. So it was very much, Ludacris was very much giving me chicken and beer. Yeah. Um, like that yeah. whole era. Very much with the oversized clothes and all that stuff, like with the afro, like it was very much giving me like chicken and is it chicken and beer or chicken and waffles? What is it? Chicken, chicken and, and beer. beer. Chicken okay, and yeah. Beer. Um, but yeah, I really didn't know who her was. Uh but other Don't people thought other people thought Jermaine Dupree was CeeLo Green too. So I don't know what our obsession was like, yes. We for whatever reason I was like I don't even think he has any connection with CeeLo Green, but that's what I thought. Yeah, every and everybody gonna stop disrespecting Chi Chi too about his shoes and socks, whatever he had on, because Jermaine Dupree. His name is Chi Chi. Okay, if you knew anything about one of the greatest music producers ever to put the A on the map, literally with music, you know what I'm saying? If you knew anything about him, you know that his nickname is Chi Chi. Okay. So you didn't probably didn't know that either. You know, I'm taking your black card at the end of this podcast too. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm black. It. You can't take my black card, I, I, girl. With options for a reason. There's you. I'm black. There's you. I'm taking it. Whatever. But anyway, y'all gonna get off Chi-Chi though. So one thing I do want to discuss real quick, uh, which is very important, which is um, Alicia Keys and that note of hers. She 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 couldn't find it. It wasn't really? there. However, people are correct. If you go to the uh, NFL YouTube page, you would actually hear that it's she's she's not cracking. It's not it's it's not awful like what we heard originally. How you figure? Oh, I didn't send you the link. I don't know. My you bad. Have. I don't I, know. But yeah, there is a there's one version and then there's the other. They literally whatever they did, they digitally edited, edited and made her sound decent. And I love to Alicia Keys. Mm. I like her. Ain't she supposed to be hitting that note too? Come on, let's go. Let's hit it. Oh no no! You you owe this to your fans. You said it. You said I'm go I'm gonna hit that note on Tuesday. So let's see, cause we can't edit this baby. This it is. It's gonna be what it is. <laughs> I don't know if we can sing on the show. So you don't know if we can sing on the show. No, you can hit. No. The, you can try and hit this note. I can I, hit the I, note. I she just needed some tea too. She she cracked it though, cause I didn't hear it at first. Cause I like I said, I was probably playing with the babies. But uh, my auntie said, "Ooh." I was like, what? She was like, oh, she she didn't get that one. 
And my auntie, she's a, you know, she she's saying in church. <laughs> Please don't. So whatever. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So this. So I like. I like. I like Alicia Keys. I know a lot of people, you know, say that she can't sing or whatever, or you know, made references to, you know, her husband, ex-wife situation, da 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 da, all that. Yeah. Um, but I and I liked her. I like what she wore, and I I oh, knew who yes. she was. That piano mm. was beautiful. That outfit was mm -hmm. lovely. You know, it looked better without Usher's hands all over it. But you know, it was a nice looking outfit. But um, my thing, my thing about Alicia Keys is I used to love Alicia. Like Alicia Keys, when she came out with uh, Keys and A Minor or whatever the fuck that shit was. I don't even know what the hell the first that with falling on it. I was in love with Alicia Keys. Then she turned into a philandering homewrecking horror. And um, yes, I don't give a damn. Say what you want to say. And I, I, you know, I, I fell out of love with her. She got pregnant on me. I, have, I hated her. And then I'm like, you know, well, if she made music, she made music. She don't. She don't. I don't care. I have no care in the world. But yes, she did cry. cry you know, she did. Uh, creak and squeak through the whole performance that she did but it's all good it was i think she's one of the most talented musicians ever now her her piano skills are are not leave nothing to be desired like she got them skills but she need to just be a, a pianist a pianist a lot and of people say that she's not really really good at piano i've heard that before like like well, years and years and years ago um, I think she's from, yeah, but um, so did you notice that someone brought this to my attention because I didn't pay attention to it on the initial, but um, the clock stopped at seven. Yeah, and then also apparently the TikTok voice. I'm assuming it's TikTok voice. The lady was like, "What time? Uh, what was Usher? What was Usher at seven o'clock? Yeah, mm -hmm. um." And to me, Usher did a lot of, like, he he knew that people would want some, some of these songs, so, like, he threw in, like, a burst of it, and then yeah. he was like, okay, we ain't doing it no more. I like the fact that he had the um, Jackson State Sonic Boom, that they were out there on the field. Um, then they had the Kappas out there. Um yeah, they, I could have been without that part. Shimmy. I could have been without that part. Because now all these motherfucking capitals on my timeline are going crazy. I was like, bruh, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? I, mm. I just don't, I don't understand. That well, people, people, a lot of people said it was a tribute to D9. Um, obviously a tribute to, you know, HBCUs with Jackson State, Sonic Boom out there. Um, as well. A lot of people think that he paid homage to Prince because of her. Yes. Again, I didn't know who she was. Because didn't her used to wear like a patch or something? I'm confused. No, she used to wear baggy clothes. Like she used to hide her body from the world. Oh, okay. Now she's starting to be a little more sexy and things like that. But she is an awesome, like she, girl, who Lord have mercy, her and that guitar. She is definitely the female Prince. So, and then uh, I did see the glove. Um, being one of my friends, I ain't gonna say who. <laughs> but uh, Usher, original jacket that he had on, that white jacket. 
mm-hmm. was like, if this didn't look like something like a little something that people women wear with a formal attire, I don't know what other kind of jacket they was because I wasn't really feeling it. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Because you're talking about my little cousin that <laughs> you're gonna leave him the fuck alone. Um I was shocked that he took off his shirt. Like, I knew that he was going to, I felt like he was going to take off and leave the undershirt on, like the little, you know, but I didn't really think that he was going to go full on, like. He had the nipplers out. Did you see him? Yeah. Big ass quarters. <laughs> Seven dollars. <laughs> but I, I loved his performance. Now, also, keep in mind, I went to see Usher when he had his Vegas, re- Vegas residency. Um, so, and the first, th- I'm not going to lie. The first thing I saw when I saw the Super Bowl thing, I said, oh, those look like stripper pose. And then they were. They were. Later on. Um, in but, fact, stripper pose. So he basically hit the same things that he hit in his residency. He had the skates. He had the stripper pole. He, he had the, the um, you know, he had the ballads. He had the dancing, you know, in uh, the skating. So he basically hit on pretty much all the parts that were part of his Vegas residency. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a great time. Um, I saw some people saying that it was conservative, and I'm like, you, like, you, first of all, listen, I think it was so respectful. I think you, exactly. And I think, I think his performance was so respectable. Because of the fact that, like, I saw his Vegas show and the strippers had clothes on during, during the Super Bowl. I'm just right. saying, they clothes. They, they, like, they said in Vegas he had a thing thing out. It wasn't in my show. <laughs> you mad you missed out, ain't it? <laughs> but I, I really enjoyed it. Um, now, Let's get to this other part. Any oh, any other thoughts about the performance before we go to the uh, one of the other parts about this performance? The other part about this performance was um, people in an uproar about how him and Alicia were on each other. Well, how he was basically on her. And like Sweet Speed said, my wife had a beautiful dress that scanned the whole field. Y'all are worried about the wrong thing. Cause he's a he's a weak punk anyway. But anyway, who's uh, Yeah, I, I can't okay. stand that little. I can't stand him either. But anyway, the um, it, people who said that probably obviously didn't see the video back in the day. Like this is an old video before she was married. Like he he stuck he stuck originally to what he you know what I'm saying, and people had to deal with their significant others kissing and fake hunching people in movies and TV shows. So you telling me? You know what I'm saying? So, like, what the heck? Get over yourself. It's a performance. It's exactly what it is. He's a good performer. If you notice, when he was behind her, he didn't have his nether regions all up against her tail or nothing. Like, he was, you know, being fresh with her. He was literally doing the video. Like, they was in the video. He was behind her, hugging like this. You know what I'm saying? Because it was my boo. But I want, when did my boo come out? Let me think about this because I do think it's a lot of people that don't understand and don't, like, they probably have never seen this video. My right. boo, when did it come out? 
I'm gonna say oh nine, something like that, maybe ten. Two thousand and four. Four? Twenty years ago. If they don't shut the fuck up. So no, what I'm saying is that most people probably they were kids. Yeah. Before she was married, people. But you know, you know everybody wanna say something, oh, ever since the whole Kiki situation. Yeah. They talking about he ruined him. He don't care. He don't give a fuck about nobody marriage type shit. Like you know. Well, that's what I always said. Don't leave a girl around me. True player for real. For real. That's when for real. He said that on the show. He said it in the performance. <laughs> he didn't say the n word. He. No, he said the n word. He said he's, but he said he oh, said yeah. that part. Yeah. Come on now. I'm just saying. But yeah. But yeah, he um, and he got married himself. Yep. In Vegas, so. Obviously, you got a woman already. Like, he ain't thinking about yeah, you got two kids with her. That goofy looking, that woman is goofy looking. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know he like old ass mm. women. Hell. Yeah, he like the older women. And I, I, I did see, because I followed Tamika, his ex-wife. Um, she was at the Super Bowl watching the performance. And I think she had a little lanyard that said Usher or something on it. So I'm quite sure he hooked her up to that be able okay. to. He is a polyamorous motherfucker, ain't he? That's what it is. He probably got no. four or five wives. Nah, I'm just kidding. I don't no. know. I said ex-wife. I know. But she ex-wife. Is. They share kids. My ex-wife they share kids. my goddamn name on it. They share kids. They share kids. They have two kids together. His oldest two kids. Um, But yeah, I, I think it's a performance. So naturally, as a performance, like... That's you what they do. That's believe. what they did. Yeah. Like, that's what it was about. Now, I do think he tapped the. I think he tapped the on the butt. I feel no, like he. he I feel like that. I feel like. I, he I feel like he. If he didn't, he definitely gave the illusion of him tapping her on the butt in my mind so. and caressing her. But, but again, but again, that's that daydreaming and shit. No, like, no, no, But that's just just how I feel what was happening but i didn't i didn't find it disrespectful or anything because they're a performer so i, I didn't right. find it disrespectful or anything a lot of people are like oh my goodness i would um i would have a fit or uh i'll still be trying to fight usher and all this stuff again we don't promote violence over here but this is my thing like yo yo spouse ain't even in the position to be anywhere near usher so shut up that's what uh, I want to tell people. Swiss Beats is this tall, and he need to worry about his own damn hairline and worry about what the hell Usher trying to do with his wife. Like, people are so... I think so, people are so... People try to put um, normal people rules on celebrities. And it don't work that way. I mean, if somebody... Like, they have their own set of rules going on. Like, they are performers. Like, you can't expect like if you were a doctor or a nurse or something like that, you can't expect just because that's someone's ex or something like that, they can't even and they're not even exes or anything, but you can't expect them to be like they will never perform surgery up or never like take care or go give them meds or something. That's so weird. Like people are know. weird. 
That's why people can't stay together. They so they so protective and overprotective of what they think is theirs. Like we are, if we're together, all right. I still got eyes. I still got hands. I still got everything. If I don't want to be here with you, I could go somewhere else. But I, but like he said, she came home to him and took that dress off for him. You know what I'm saying? That's on her weird ass because both of them just as weird as fuck to me. But um, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's null and void. Like I said, Swiss Beats got other things to worry about, like making the same beat over and over again. Um, to uh, <laughs> then he got to worry about what what the hell Usher trying to do with his wife. So well, I'm I'm done with that one. Fuck uh, that. So the next thing we're talk about on um, Force the Super Bowl is concerned. A lot of people are also within an uproar because of Travis Kelsey um, and Andy Reid, the coach interaction. So. As a person that watched this moment in real time, because I had to watch recordings, tell me how you feel about it. Well, I, I tell you what, it was done in a way that, that we thought was disrespectful. Andy Reid clarified later, but from the looks of it initially, he was way the fuck out of line. It looked like he went over there and tried to knock that old ass man down on his ass, yelling at him. He's screaming at him. He was like, blah, 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 blah. But it Apparently it startled. Of, it startled yeah. him. Yeah, he but he was holding on. Travis was holding on to his arm, and he said that's how they communicate with each other sometimes. Like they get in each other's ass similarly the same way. But do you think that's the truth? I'm just curious. I do. He ain't, okay. scared, of, he ain't scared of Travis Kelsey. Hell, Andy Reid is, has won Super Bowls with Brett Favre and other motherfuckers. He ain't he ain't got time to be scared of Travis. Fucking, Travis I, didn't, Travis I, didn't, I didn't say scared. No, I'm just saying like this is what I say when I. When I ask, do you think that's true? It's because obviously, if I'm the coach and you are the player and you still have a contract that with you know with the organization, I don't know if he does. That, I'm that's he above does. Andy Reid. Yeah, I know, good. I know, but I'm just, I'm just, just follow me, just follow okay. me. Okay, so. Even if there was chaos going on or some kind of dissension, you would not say that publicly. You see what I'm saying? Because most people wouldn't say that publicly. They would brush it off or they would say something else. And like then later on down the line when either Travis is no longer in the league or, you know, Andy has retired or whatever or on another team or coaching another team, then that's when the truth may come out. So well, that's what I'm 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 saying. That's so that's why I asked what I asked. I, I don't believe it's a cover up. I believe okay. that's that's what he felt. Like he, I, I've, I've seen him get in the players' ass too before. You know what I'm saying? Like it happens like that. It was intense, but it turns out Kelsey was right. Throw me the fucking ball is what he was saying. That's what he said. Throw me the ball. So it turns out what happened was he was the play that Isaiah Pacheco fumbled on. Mm -hmm. Your boy Kelsey was wide ass open, right? But that wasn't a play that was called. But they did get they they got. They got like 20 yards on that play, but then he fumbled. And that just tore him up. You know, he was like, my girlfriend's here for crying out loud. Throw me the ball. So Mr. Swift, Mr. Swift was out of line in the way he handled Why it. Why are you calling him Mr. Swift? He has his own name and identity. Up, uh, does he? Uh, but anyway, uh, he, he was definitely right because they started throwing him the fucking ball and they started gaining yards and getting points. So I, I think he handled it incorrectly and Taylor, 
you need to pay attention to how mad he got over a fucking game. Because if you ever do some dumb shit, which I'm sure you will do, he gonna be in your ass too. Okay, I need you. To, I need you to pay attention to that. Like there's but, a whole uh, bunch of memes going on saying that like when they break up, she's gonna have a lot of gray stones. Yeah, cause you know, he's 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 I don't know, he's an asshole. He he's he's a mean guy. Like he he's he's had a lot of clips where he's been mean to other players on other teams and disrespecting people. He's disrespectful. He's smelling his own shit right now. He think he fine, and uh, I I don't I don't really. Well, I mean, he passed well, Gronk, and, and I'm about to say I'm about to say a word that. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say so the opposite slow. word. I'm gonna say the opposite word. Okay, because normally people are like, for whatever reason, they consider black people aggressive and they consider the white people passionate. So, mm. um, so I'm gonna use he was aggressive because that mm -hmm. was the correct terminology mm -hmm. uh, in my mind. Oh, um, because I don't want to be like, oh, he was so passionate. And don't get me wrong, I'm never being like. On the football team, I never been at the Super Bowl. Like I never been like, but at the same time, like to me, I feel like if that's if that's normal because I don't know what's normal. But if he's you know Andy is saying like that's normal for him, like he was just basically saying put me in. Then hey, fine, no hard feelings, no not a problem because I don't know him like this. I don't be watching the Chiefs play. The last time I saw the Chiefs plate was some of the Super Bowl last year. And I probably saw more of that last year because I like Jalen. Um, and I wanted the Eagles to win. So I don't really, you know, I don't, I knew who Travis was prior to the whole Taylor Swift, him dating Taylor Swift. But for me knowing anything about his demeanor, his approach or anything like that, and I want to say it was Antonio Brown. Mm -hmm. I want to say it was Antonio Brown that had made a comment and said, um, had that been me, they would have been ready to fire me or whatever in the middle of the game. No, no, or no, something no. like that. What no, did no, he no. say? I, I don't know what he said, but I'm going to tell you what he did. Okay. He got pissed off with his coach and started taking his shit off on the field well, and yeah. walked off. Ain't nobody put him off. He didn't yell at nobody. He didn't do nothing. He didn't get, it. He didn't get disrespectful with nobody. He said, you know what? I don't need this shit him. And he went, took off his helmet, Took off a shoulder pads. He left. He left a jersey on the field. He all he had on was his underdraws and his pants. Do you hear me? His underdraws. When I say underdraws, <laughs> like you got, you got, uh, you got soft pads that you wear underneath your jersey. You know what I'm saying? That's all he had. He left in that. I don't even think he had his goddamn shoes on. But yeah, he, he, I think he did have his shoes on. But yeah, had that been somebody like him that did that to the coach? Oh, that would man. They'll be calling for his head. Oh, he needs to be suspended and fired and all this stuff. And why would you want anybody like that in the league? But since it's Kelsey who claims he invented the fade, now he didn't say that other people did. But you know what I'm saying? They're not going to do nothing. The league can't find him for that. Only the team can punish him for that. Like, he didn't break any league rules at all. He was disrespectful. And if Patrick Mahomes is a leader, he will check him because that was wrong. He was wrong for that. You know, I mean, I, I know you're passionate, sir, about the game and everything, and your girlfriend was there watching you. You was being embarrassed because they was not throwing him the ball because at first they had him double covered, and then they just let him go free because they realized he wasn't throwing him the ball. And then they came out the second half giving him the damn ball, and they started getting somewhere. You feel me? Yeah. I can't, rem I can't find the actual quote for from Antonio. 
But I know he made a quote regarding that was situation. a that, that was one of the greatest moments in football history. He did that, boy. He just walked. He's like, you know what? And I mean, we ain't even done with the game here, but I'm I'm done with y'all, motherfuckers. I'm gone. That was awesome. But yeah. So, uh, any other thoughts about the whole Travis Kelsey and Under Red? Nah, fuck Taylor. Fuck, fuck Travis Swift. Let's go next. That's not his name. That is his name. Okay, whatever. He, he the one with the least money in the relationship. He bitch. <laughs> this works. Oh. Anyway, we are about to go to the last part of this show. Um, what has a book, TV show, or movie taught me? It's my turn this week. And my movie is A Family That Prays. Oh! I, first of all, I would say that movie is an excellent movie. I, I really don't, like, people, I know some people have issues with Tyler Perry and his movies and things like that, but that movie acting and everything that was a great movie to me the only bad thing in that was his wig but go ahead <laughs> he probably should have just been bald but um <laughs> so what about this particular story if you're not familiar with the family that prays basically um Alfred Woodard yes mm -hmm. um She's the matriarch of her family. She has two kids. The kids are uh, two daughters. They're married. Um, she has a best friend that um, is a successful white businesswoman. Wow. And they um, they have a friendship. The families, you know, the kids are friends and all of this. Um, I'll say. Later on, in the story, well, not even later on in the story, there is a homeless man that appears in the cafe. Huh? Okay, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. What? I thought you were going to say something, something crazy. Okay, okay, go ahead. There's a homeless man that appears in the cafe, and um, Alfred Woodard's character, which I can't think of her name right now at all, but uh, she would always make sure that he have clean clothes, take a shower, a little bath, a little wash up or whatever. Um, um, have clean clothes, food to eat. And she always said, let me know when you want to get off the streets and I will help you. Mm -hmm. And her daughter played by uh, Taraji. Um, just she would help out the mother at the cafe and diner whatever it's called um mm -hmm. but she would help out the mother and she would always follow the instructions of what her mother says and like yes we'll help you even though she seemed to have been disgusted by the homeless man mm -hmm. um and then there is regina no that's not regina that's anaya yeah that's anaya Sanaya. um Sanaya latham um uh -huh. character uh -huh. okay which was also a businesswoman, and she worked for the company, um, Cartwrights. Cartwrights, yeah. Construction. Um, so she basically worked for the company, and she was having an affair with Miss Cartwright's son. And 
let's just say this is why you don't this is why i tell people all day every day you might be up today and down tomorrow you might be down tomorrow and up i mean you might be yeah you might be up today and down tomorrow and down today and up tomorrow <laughs> i was gonna get it right okay because my did the tables turn she thought that by her having an affair that with this man that was wealthy was everything and she thought her husband was nothing nothing because you gotta go as a white man for a job you gotta go as a white man for a loan um you ain't you ain't strong enough you weak you this you that and at the Can end you imagine that I hate her. I, I do not like her as a person just because of them two movies. But anyway. Love and basketball. <laughs> I, I hate her. I swear, I've never wanted to meet her, ever. I, I, and I watched Shots Fired, which I thought was a good show, but I hate her. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, it turned out after everything was said and done, because basically the son wanted to take over, uh, made a basically a bad business decision. To Robin Givens' character, um, Rob. Oh, yeah, she was in there. So she, Robin's Givens' character, helped persuade the mother. What is mm -hmm. that lady name? I can't think of her Kathy name. Bates. Kathy, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Yeah, yeah. Kathy Bates' character, um, to sell some of her shares, and the son knew that when she, once she sells sold those shares that he would basically be majority um yeah. control oh, yeah. yeah force the family members are concerned because mm -hmm. the family would still be in control but mo majority of the shares are now his instead of his mama um what they did not realize is little mr homeless man was a former co-worker of theirs mm -hmm. that basically what it seemed like got thrown under the bus um wife left him just he was just he was just down bad mm -hmm. however this homeless man and mama cafe yeah and and mama cafe um were actually wealthy very wealthy in fact other than miss kathy bates had more money than everybody else <laughs> pretty much there you go. Um, and it's just amazing. That's like I said. That's why I say you have to watch how you treat people. Treat people. Watch what you do to people because you, the same people that you thinking are worth nothing. And first of all, we should not be thinking nobody is worth nothing. Come on, we all are valuable. Come on, let's just know that and understand that everybody has a purpose and everybody has value and worth. Um, but yeah. Come to find out, he was able, once he, you know, showed up to the meeting and everything and flexed his muscles that, you know, he used to be in that old job. Yeah. Used to be in that old job Um, that he had money. Not only did they have more money, they had more votes. Exactly. Like, they were, yes, they had a lot of shares combined with the with with Miss Kathy Bates' character. They had a yeah, yeah. Miss Cartwright. So, um, 
Yes, I love that movie. I, I truly, I truly love that movie. That was my first movie from like Tyler Perry that I completely loved. There was um, a Madea. Yeah, that and it's it's not a Madea's not in it. Tyler's in it, but not as Madea. Um, and that I don't condone violence, but I felt him when he slapped her, and I'm just gonna be honest about that. Oh, oh, oh! I, I, I don't condone violence at all. But salute that man. You tell me that this child, you tell me that I'm not this and I'm not that, and and then she was sitting on two hundred. She had like two hundred or two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, knowing this mm -hmm. man needed a loan, knowing this man wanted to start his own company, and not even trying to tell her husband. She, Sanaya <laughs> character, Sanaya <laughs> character was one of the worst yeah. humans. And I, you have to shout out to. <laughs> Shout out to her for her acting skills because she made that made me hate you. I already <laughs> didn't like you, but I now hate you. Like when she said my son, oh my god, oh my god. Chris had more restraint than anybody I know would have had. It would have been a beat down. It wouldn't have been just he knocked over the counter, girl. But low key, low key though, like I like the fact that Alfred Woodard's character, like she kept saying like even though Taraji character was like mama needs money mama needs money and she was like no I don't like, and she was like but you you serve three people today and she was like oh good um the mama was, was <laughs> the mama was sent on money and she was just like this is what she wanted to do this was like a dream of hers to be able to open up this diner and to help people and all this stuff um from my recollection um and it, I don't know, like, I, it was amazing that she didn't tell her family nothing. Yeah, I think she, that's pretty fucked up, she but just, yeah. She just, but like, I get it, though. I just get it, think, too, think I about it, like, Zanaya knowing that? Would have tried to have her committed as, as mentally unstable, all that shit, you know what I'm saying? That's exactly what happened. That's what that's what we do, and I'm gonna say we because that's us, and that's crazy. Who's us? Black people. They mm -hmm. do that to their family members when they know they got a little money, and it don't even be as much money as she had. It'd be like a couple, like twenty, thirty thousand. Well, see that to me, like that was kind of how Taraji character was doing Sanaya character, like always having, but like don't get me wrong, she had a reason to ask her for money because they were keeping her child. Um, and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm of the belief that I don't care if your family, I, unless, unless you are the parent, unless you are the mother, father, however you want to identify yourself <laughs> as to that child, you the guardian, as the guardian of that child, that anybody else that takes care of that child deserves some kind of payment or even or at least offered the payment even if the person does not accept it it should be offered because that's still not that person's responsibility that's just me and my thoughts but i stand firm on that um but yeah so and I think Taraji didn't really need it. She just wanted to make sure that she gave it to her because her sister was a bitch. 
Yeah, she really didn't like her. Because she was... Sanaya, very bougie, uppity, snotty, snobby, whatever you want to call it. Like, she was annoying. Once she got hired at Cartwright Industries, she thought she was better than everybody else. Of course. And then, especially with her sleeping with the guy, like, she definitely thought she was better than everybody else. She thought she was better than her wife, baby, at that point. Nothing but a corporate hoe. Oh, my. That's oh. what she was? Oh getting my. paid? She's like, she's like, where did you get? He's my man, Chris. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. What? This, and he, come, he was faithful. He cooked. He kept his child. He did what he was supposed to do as a husband. And you know what? He went in there and took his money as a husband, too. <laughs> and, like, he was, because this is the thing. Like, I think a lot of times when people um have like a blue collar worker they think that they didn't have like that's all they want to do and they don't really have any kind of goals or ambitions like he literally had goals and ambitions like he wanted to start his own you know construction company and stuff like that like he literally was out here being the kind of person that a lot of women say they want. Like, they want someone that's ambitious, that's caring, that's this, that, and all this stuff. And she literally had it, but she wanted the image. Like, how you not how you not tell your husband that y'all got a gala? You had to find out for Robin Givens. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. That was, she was awful. But, yeah. But this, uh, that's all for... Episode 46 of The Ops. We tell it all. This is your girl, Spicy K. And this is your girl, TK. Peace out. And we are out of here.